Hello and welcome to the Potted Together Podcast. My name is Adam and I am joined by my co-host Becca and Nicole. Hello. Hi. Hello. I always say hello like that. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hey, when you guys answer the phone, how do you say hello? Say hello? Like questioning it. Like, why are you calling me? Yeah. <laughs> you sound mad. <laughs> I'm not calling you. Uh, hello? There's text yeah. messaging. Hello. Yeah, I don't know how I answer. I think if I just say, like, hello, like, I'm like, oh, hey, or hello. Okay. okay. I mean, if one of you guys called me, I'd probably be like, hey, what's going on? Or, like, is everything okay? You know what drives me nuts is when you call someone and they answer and they're like, hello. All right. Hey there. I'm doing something right now. I'll call you back in 10 minutes and they, like, hang up or something. And I'm just like, just don't answer the phone. Yeah. Call me back in 10 minutes. I don't know. How do you answer the phone, Becca? Usually... It's just like, hello? Yeah, like question. To... like a... Yeah, but when you said it, Nicole, you're like, hello? <laughs> like, you're <laughs> mad. Like, is she from Chicago or is she mad? Like, I can't tell. <laughs> Both? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like try to sound like way too nice. Wait, wait, have you heard um, like people's customer service voice versus their real voice? Oh. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I'm so bad. I definitely have a customer service voice. Oh, yeah, me too. Because when I answer the phone for work, if I ever get a call from a customer, I, I always answer, thank you for choosing blank. Mm-hmm. My name's Adam. How can I help you? But I say it much nicer. I'm like, thank you for choosing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for choosing. When I worked at the Ritz-Carlton, we had this really long thing. It was like, thank you for staying at the Ritz-Carlton Dove Mountain. My name is Rebecca. How may I assist you? It's just like so Wait, long. You worked at the Ritz? Yeah. Wait, you didn't know that? No, I didn't. Did you know that, Adam? Yeah, she was a masseuse, like a personal masseuse for hotel <laughs> stays. <That's not laughs> Wait, what? I was not a massage therapist. No, I. I had got, no I idea. Was a... She's got magic fingers. <laughs> <laughs> These. Yeah, I are gotta use my fingers. magic fingers. No. <laughs> what did you do no, there? I started as a hostess when I was like in college fresh in college and then I worked my way up and then I was a server assistant I did not know that yeah it was it was like a bad relationship where like anytime I was there I was like so miserable but when I wasn't there I was like I wish I was at work so I could be making money and then when I finally left I miss it like I miss it because I'm like, I wish I could make that money. Because it was so funny because there was always shifts to pick up at the hotel, like always. Mm-hmm. So there was always opportunities to make like more and more money. You know what I mean? So it's like almost intoxicating. But <laughs> you have to leave the bad relationship and never look back. Because it was truly a very interesting place to work most of the time I was there. Dare I say terrible place to work, but it wasn't always terrible. But it was really interesting. <laughs> What I, I was just watching you talk and you looked like you were talking in like times eight, like yeah, because you you keep freezing <laughs> think... on the FaceTime so it catches up and it you you totally chipmunk out. <laughs> oh no! Okay, yeah, you guys were like all I was looking at was your guys's frozen faces and I'm like I'm just gonna keep talking just in case they can hear me and oh this is so bad my internet is so bad you guys. But we could still hear you. I mean, it just it it just sounded a bit funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, oh, 
I, I have two internet networks at my house right now. Did you guys oh. know that? No. Yeah, one for uploading videos and one for normal Get life. out. I literally had to do that. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Do you, is it like better though, uploading? Yeah, it uploads videos in like an hour and a half now, not six hours, which is really good. It's a little faster upload. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hey, I have a question. I have a question about your Ritz. When, what do you mean when you're a server assistant? So is that the person that like goes out with the server and hands out the food with them? Basically, what I did was like, yeah, I was basically like the second server of the table. So I would take drink orders. Depending on how busy the server was, I would take drink orders. I would bring out the food. I would clear the food. Uh, just do like extra things, bring out the drinks, just little things that the server needed help with. And so, yeah, I basically would do most things. I was able to do most things, but I didn't really ever take orders or things like that. I didn't have like a ton of menu knowledge that a Ritz-Carlton server is expected to have. Like I knew the menu like a Denny's employee would, but I wasn't like, it's handcrafted and artisanal lobster and (laughs) fried and and oil from olives from Greece. Like (laughs) you had to know it like that. And I didn't. So, yeah. But yeah, it was fun. It it was fun. I think that everyone should do a serving job or retail position in their life because honestly, if you haven't done those, and I'm not going to say you're a terrible (laughs) human, but I just don't think you know what it's like to be in a position like that. Mm -hmm. Then when you deal with customer service people, as somebody who's been in that spot, I think you're just more well-rounded and know how to actually effectively communicate Yes. instead of just yell and wine yeah i don't know just my personal (laughs) thought yeah i agree you meet all kinds of people and you learn all the things that you don't want to do to someone (laughs) and you learn how to talk to strangers i think it's a really great experience well we have we all worked in the service industry at some point we probably all have this since you said that adam i know nicole has yeah in your tanning salon we were just talking about that yeah (laughs) i was a bartender for a while too i was alone really Throughout like all of college, I was a manager at Toys R Us, and oof. Oof. whoa, yeah, crazy parents, huh? What the heck? Wait, I you hated know. Christmas, but I loved. Yeah. I actually loved that job. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so much fun! And Nicole, I did not know that you were a bartender, or did I? I don't think I knew that. Yeah, I did it. I did it like part time when I worked at the tanning salon. And I actually quit because I became pregnant with Mia. And this was so long ago that it was still legal to smoke in bars and restaurants, like smoke Mm. cigarettes. And I never smoke cigarettes in my life. I hate them. So it was just like I was literally working in a smoke bubble, like inhaling all that Mm -hmm. secondhand smoke. It was terrible. But I mean, it was really good money and I only worked for like a few hours a night. It was a hole in the wall bar. It wasn't like a big club. So I wasn't like a pro bartender. I literally poured beer Mm -hmm. for old men. Like that's what I did (laughs) from the tap. Dang it. I was sitting here picturing Coyote Ugly. Definitely not Coyote Ugly. (laughs) Slap those legs. (laughs) Absolutely not. Pregnant with Mia. You're like pouring the beer over your belly. Like Hey, everybody has their own kinks. <laughs> everybody has their kinks. Oh, Danny, Danny, oh. Danny. So, um, oh my god. Although I did fantasize about grabbing the the water and just spraying people down every once in a while, which 
but not in a sexy way. Absolutely, in a mean way. way. Yeah. Um, Get out of my bar. But it's funny because my dad, he was still alive at the time, and he would come in on my shift and just sit at the end of the bar, obviously have a few drinks, and like leave me the biggest tip every single time he was there, but he would Mm. just watch people like try something, you know? (laughs) And my dad, (laughs) my dad is older. He was, he's 20 years older than my mom. So he was like, everybody mistaken him for my grandpa. He had a full head of gray hair, and I'm just like... (laughs) Don't underestimate this man. He'll, he'll break you. <laughs> but then I became pregnant with Mia and I quit, obviously, because I didn't want to be in that toxic environment. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Jobs. Right. We, sh- we should do an episode talking about plant jobs so that we can talk about our jobs. There because you go. I think it's so fun. Yes. It is so yeah. fun hearing about the jobs that people have worked throughout their life. Yeah, I got some doozies. So I got some doozies. Gosh, well, I my like what I remember most from well, people turn evil at Christmas time when toys are involved. Oh yeah, like mm. honestly, it was awful. Or having to search through all the Cabbage Patch Kids for a specific name. No, and eye color. Oh. oh, it was the worst. I used to have a Cabbage Patch doll. That was like the light of my life. Honestly, I still think I have it. Those things, like, wow. Yeah. The, the hair. <laughs> like, I used to put wow. its hair in like little pigtails. Oh, that takes me back. Uh, did you have an American Girl doll too? Oh my God. We were too poor, which is so sad. <laughs> we were too. I felt bad. <laughs> like, America, I wanted an American Girl doll so bad. And I used to watch their little movies and I'd like think about how cool it would be. But they're so expensive. Like, yeah, they how are. could anybody afford those things? I think like, that's like 120 what? bucks just for the doll. Yeah. And then you get the closet and the clothes and all the accessories. Oh, yeah. you know, to, to be honest, I never even I mean, I know I'm not the target audience, but I never heard <laughs> of American Girl until I moved to Illinois, went to Chicago, went to Water Tower Place. And there's like a salon restaurant yes. shopping center just for american girl it's dolls insane. and i'm just like like where people like people can get their hair done next to their doll like their dolls getting their hair done <laughs> and they're getting their hair done and i was like what the hell is this and why why is this happening white people <laughs> yeah for real that's what it is but but it's that so being funny. said like dolls freak me out because when i was younger i was at my babysitter's house and they had like you know uh, it was just like a closet in their room, but the closet was just like stuffed with toys, not organized. They were literally like just shoved into this closet. <laughs> and I was younger and I was searching for a toy like to, to play with. I, that's all I can remember. But I stepped into the closet on like the pile of toys and I must have stepped on this like life size doll foot. But like no joke out of the rubble of toys rises <laughs> this doll that is one of those dolls that the eyes opened when they oh came up no no and closed when you laid them down and so like in my mind all i remember was this doll just standing straight up and then opening its eyes and i screamed and ran out of that room so fast <laughs> like just darted down those stairs oh no yeah yeah i wasn't a doll girl i played with like play-doh and legos i didn't I mean, I had Barbies because my mom had a big collection of Barbies. So that was like an every once in a while thing. But what my thing? Mm, I was really into Polly Pocket. Like I had a few oh Barbies, but like Polly Pocket was it for me. 
Polly Pocket was my jam too. Like yeah. the original <laughs> Polly Pockets. Yeah. I don't know if I had the original Polly Pockets, but <laughs> did I? I don't know. Is there a new I don't version? Think so. Oh, thanks, yeah. Adam. All right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like the the rubber clothes. There used to be like a Polly Pocket website where you could play online games. Oh my god, so good. No, yeah. So the rubber clothes that's definitely new because the original Polly Pockets were microscopic and it was hard plastic. Okay. Yeah. The yeah, clothing was hard. Piece. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then I guess I had the new wave of Polly Pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Which sounds like it was better anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> new and improved. Oh, man. Uh, so this episode is just not at all about toys. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this episode. Unfortunately. Usually we like to do a catch up because it it's for us and for anyone else. But we like to chat with each other. And we still have to do the catch-up, but (laughs) this episode we're going to be talking about unexpected changes in your plant journeys or in your life journey, just things that throw a wrench in what you have as your plans. But first, let's do our weekly catch-up. So, Becca, how's your week been in icy, icy Missouri? In icy Missouri. Oh, it's icy. But, okay, so... I went on a walk the other day and I was so shocked and amazed because I found out that branches freeze. That picture you posted on your Instagram was so amazing. If you guys aren't following Becca on Instagram, mm-hmm. I mean, what for one, what are you doing? But two, <laughs> go follow her and look at her picture. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it was just like honestly mind-blowing. I had no idea that was a thing. There's just so many things I'm learning that I just did not know was a thing. So it was a big week of discovery because it was like kind of snowing after New Year's. So yeah, we took a nature walk and the dogs were just absolutely soaked. And we just enjoyed it. It was really nice. But I mean, I'll never get over that. That's the first time I've ever seen that before. And I've been in like snow before, but I had never seen or noticed that trees froze like that. So they're so beautiful when they do that too. It just like looks like a crystal, like a crystal mm-hmm. in nature. Like I just mm-hmm. absolutely love, I love the views of snow. I don't love living in it, but yeah. I yeah. do love looking at the trees covered in snow and the trees covered in ice. It's just, it's, it's amazing. You yeah. should have Becca take over your Macro Monday channel or your Macro Monday <laughs> segment on your stories, Adam, and do like macro pictures of that yeah. like how cool would that Ooh, be of the eyes someone told me i needed to start an, a macro photography instagram page because Ooh. they were like we just don't we want it on more than your stories like your these pictures are beautiful mm. and honestly like i mean composition wise you just kind of figure out what you like but i just take pictures every monday morning like i just walk around and take pictures i'm not yeah. like setting things up i'm just like mm-hmm. but I think macro shots are so cool and like They're seeing so cool. like seeing those branches and stuff so close up and frozen. I just I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was really awesome. But I mean other than that, I don't know if we want to talk about what happened yesterday. I don't really have much to say. I mean, I guess I guess everyone is like well aware of what happened. I mean, it happened for us yesterday, but the the attack on the Capitol yesterday was mind-blowingly upsetting and sad and embarrassing and violating for our country so that I mean coming off of that is really hard to like focus on doing life um just constantly living in 
a nightmare, <laughs> honestly. Like yeah. a, a scary movie that's just more episodes after the next. So, um, yeah, I don't have much to say other than like it was horrifying. Yeah. I think it's probably yeah, it why was- we spent like the first hour before we started recording talking it off because it is hard to jump on here after something like that happens and then you know to talk about other things when something's so like forefront and relevant in your mind mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's so hard to focus like this i feel like this has been 2020 for everyone is just like one thing after another you know george floyd was murdered and like i couldn't i felt like that was weeks before i was like even like able to like even try to get work done and then yesterday was just it was astounding to see what was happening i was just like i was blown away but mm-hmm. i guess the good part of this is that by the time you are listening to this joe biden is the 46th president of the united states <laughs> with kamala harris being the badass vp oh, yeah. badass vp thank goodness we have something oh. to look forward to you know yeah yeah we're speaking of future us right now. <laughs> for myself, being a Democrat, something that did come out of yesterday on a good note was that we took over the Senate. So that was that was something that was positive because I, I don't know, like, especially with this whole stimulus thing, like, guys, I still have not gotten my stimulus check. And it turns out like TurboTax and H&R Block did something where they started funneling people's money into non-existing accounts. Like, wh- like in what country other than the U.S. does this happen? Like, tell me, you know? Yeah, I mean, I get it <clears throat> because I think H&R Block and, and TurboTax and all those set up a pass-through account. Right. Because they're doing so many people that they have this account that they get money from the IRS and then they themselves send that off to their customers. Yeah. But it's just a freaking mess. It is. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, you know, so hopefully with us um, winning the Senate, like, and with Biden being president, now that now you're listening to this, he's president, um, you know, we can do something to to, like help people with with money because people can't eat, they can't pay their bills. And it's just the pandemic's worse now, like the day that we're filming now than it was back in March. So I'm just like still having a hard time wrapping my head around this. And it's only the seventh day into the year, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. There's a little bit of hope at the end of the tunnel, I think. But after experiencing yesterday, it's just hard. It's hard to see that light at the end of the tunnel still, you know? You know, silver lining is, I think I have a better, like Becca, you said this before we started recording too. Like I have a better understanding of, our system of government like never once in my Mm -hmm. life did i know that the senate and the house came together in a joint session to count the electoral votes even though like that's been done for all of our years never did i realize that maybe i wasn't paying attention in whatever class i can't even think of what class that would be government government. civics yeah Yeah. i don't think i've ever learned it yeah but yeah yeah it's been like 67 years or something of that and it's never come up yeah in my in my mind at least and the formalities of the whole ceremony and you know basically it's just it's a it's a ceremony there is like they they can't nothing can be changed at that point it was just a ceremony even though they tried you know yada 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 but it was interesting to watch and at least 
I mean, I don't know if that's a silver lining, but now I know a little bit more about our government, I guess. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess it was never like significant to know because we just kind of trusted that things would fall the way that they should. But obviously, <laughs> yeah, like things are not that is different now. So I think it's important for us to be informed citizens on how these systems work. And that could really combat like disinformation spreading quickly and fear. I don't know. Yeah. Because on one hand, you have all these reporters and these pundits saying like after the election and after it was certified in the Electoral College vote, they're like, this is happening. There's no stopping it. But then you have some outlets reporting like, oh, this can be stopped and this can be changed. And you're just like in a constant state of like what is happening. But I think yesterday showed me that like it really can't be changed. Like once those Electoral College votes are in, like that's it, you know, even if they want to try I mean, I guess maybe I shouldn't say can't as in like a solid it will never change. But um, I couldn't understand why so many reporters were so confident and being like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Well, now I kind of know because like even though they tried, nothing, nothing changed. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, a bit of a ruddy day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think uh, that kind of like took over my mind as far as like what happened this past week. I, you know, like I can't think of anything else significant about my week, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of a slow one. Well, I was supposed to be on a cruise today. Oh, no. <laughs> no that's right. Yeah. What happened oh. with it? So did it you get canceled. to reschedule? Well, okay. So with cruises, and let me let me say this. Like, I think that I will enjoy cruising, but... <laughs> Is it ever on the top of my list of, like, things to do for vacation? No. I like to live as a local. I like to, like, <laughs> insert myself into the heart of a city experience and just, you know, be there. But uh, Steve really likes cruising, so yeah. I thought I would give it a try. And I think I'm going to like it. I've been watching a lot of vlogs on cruising, and I think that's what I want to, like, st- like focus on if I start another channel just like vlogs of travel not specifically cruising but just traveling vlogs um but yeah so with cruising it did get canceled so they will either give you your money back or they will give you like 150 percent towards your next cruise with that same cruise line Mm. so like if it costs a thousand dollars they will give me fifteen hundred dollars to apply to another cruise or I can just get my thousand dollars back okay that's nice. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's another one scheduled. I mean, okay, when I said when I gave the go ahead that I would be okay with a cruise, <laughs> it just kind of went out of control. So there's another <laughs> cruise scheduled for April and then another one scheduled for November and then another one scheduled for next January. So I'm oh, just like Oh, <laughs> he just ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> Give an inch. I just think that every time you tell the story, I just cannot help it but just like die laughing. Like, oh, oh my God, that is so funny. That is funny. But I do love traveling and I, I love new experiences and like, you know, being around different people. I think it'll I think it'll be fun regardless. But I'm unsure if the April one will go at all. I don't think it will. Yeah. And I'm 50-50 on November, but we yeah. shall see. Mm. Um. But yeah, my week was pretty chill. This weekend I went hiking, which was beautiful. We hiked up to Broadway Cave 
in mm. out here in Arizona, which is like, you know, when you start the trail, you're just like that cave up there. It looks tiny, but then that's just really a testament to how far away you have to hike to get to it. <laughs> so it was it was a taxing hike. Nicole, you would not have done it in the flats that <laughs> 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 we hiked. <laughs> um, but it, flats. It, it was enjoyable and it was really cool and beautiful views. So. You know, and there's nothing like like traipsing through the landscape of Arizona and just seeing the saguaros just like rising all over. Like it's just so pretty. They're just, uh, it's just majestic. So that was fun. That was like the a good thing. And I was I took my GoPro out to uh, try to test how I could like vlog on it and test footage. And I didn't like any of the footage, but some of the pictures were good. So that was fun. The place you were at looked really nice. Like from the picture you posted, it looked yeah. pretty. It's it was like a it was a four mile total hike with a thousand elevation gain. Wow. So yeah, it was cool. I wish we had places over here where I could like nearby, where I don't have to drive because like I'm maybe two hours from Starved Rock, which is like mm-hmm. the main place where everybody goes for hiking and nature and waterfalls and all that but there's nothing around me that's (laughs) worth you know hiking through so yeah kind of just been cooped up in my house going into my backyard hanging out with the birds (laughs) (laughs) no they're gone it's winter i know they left it is so gray (laughs) becca i know you're you're feeling this too it's been gray all week which yeah. is just not helping the seasonal depression at all, you know? Right, right. It's it's interesting looking at the forecast and seeing no sun, <laughs> like not even a little bit. But I have gotten lucky and seen a little bit of like direct sun rays in like the morning, mm-hmm. like around like 11, but then it just goes away and it's dark the rest of the day. So <laughs> good yeah. for filming, can't, but... Can't relate. Yeah, it's yeah. great for filming, great for pictures, but horrible for your for your mind. Yeah, that's for sure. Just trying to get through it. But we yeah, are at the beginning, to... apparently. Um, <laughs> apparently, like, January and February are really hard months for places like this. So Yeah. <sighs> I will tell you, though, when spring hits Missouri, you are going to be a very happy person because mm. spring is beautiful in the Midwest, I feel. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see things come back to life. Like that'll probably be one of the first times in my life I've ever seen like trees regrow their leaves because, mm-hmm. you know, trees, like there's certain trees in Arizona that will drop their leaves. Well, at least in Tucson where I lived, but not that many. It was really like a dime a dozen. So I didn't, fully experience that so I'm excited to experience it and I'm trying to also not hate the seasons because there's this person I follow on Instagram who like intuitively lives through every season and I'm like wow like what a beautiful sentiment I don't know if I'll be able to do it but like she tries really hard to not talk negatively about the weather and I'm like wow (laughs) (laughs) can't relate wow Wow. can't relate but i i might i don't know i might want to try it and see what that does for my mind we'll see you know 
I love that because, you know, as an introvert living in the Midwest when it was snowy, I just felt like I didn't have to have excuses of not to do things. I just like could just Mm -hmm. invest in my self-care sitting in the house doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. (laughs) So winter was a, a recharge period. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So. Okay. Well, should we get into it? Yeah, let's talk about unexpected twists and turns in our plant journeys and possibly lives. Which Mm. I feel like, for me, it would be like an unexpected turn in my life that followed into my plant journey. I don't know. But I feel like we've all experienced some sort of change in our life and in our journeys here where it impacted our plants. But one of us has a big one coming up. Mm. I do. I haven't publicly said this yet anywhere, like on any platform, but I mean, I'm not that big anyway, so who cares? (laughs) (laughs) But um, I am going to be moving this year. So we've been in the same house for over two years now and pretty much the same area of Chicago. And um, my mom and my stepdad are moving back to Chicago, which is probably bigger news than me moving. (laughs) <laughs> they, <laughs> they, you know, they, I remember I told Adam, he looked like he wanted to cry. He's like, you're never coming back here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, that was not a, that was, that hit me like a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but you've known for a while now. Cause I told you back yeah. when I was there last, but so, you know, 2020 really opened up my mom's eyes to the fact that, you know, they, they have zero family out there. And obviously they moved down there knowing that was going to be the case because with our jobs and our families, like none of us could ever go down there, probably not anytime soon. And, you know, they tried making friends. They made a few friends. But then <laughs> right after that, COVID hit. And it's like they couldn't hang out with anybody. And it was really hard for me to travel this past year along with my sister. Um, so... We just, we couldn't visit them as much as we wanted to because of everything going on with COVID. So they kind of started realizing, like, if one of them gets sick, like, what's going to happen, you know? And one of them dealing with being alone and, like, selling a house and all this, it was just too much. So they decided to move back. And due to, like, 2020 being a crazy year for us and for our business, we decided we're going to move in with them. So we're getting a house together. Which is exciting because, I mean, I miss my mom, but we have not lived together since I was 18 years old. So it's going to it's going to be a little bit of a challenge, I think, because we we butt heads quite often. We're Two pretty much in one house. Yeah, yes, exactly. So um, thank God for Jay and my stepdad, because they're very passive, like they just like whatever, you know. <laughs> Um, but we also, I'm ready to to see the video bloopers where you're like, mom, I'm filming. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So we kind of put all of our expectations like on the table when, like when we were like, okay, what do we need to get? So we're in the process of looking for a house. It's probably going to be in the Northwest suburbs of Illinois. We're not moving probably further than like 40, 45 minutes from the city. So not that far. You know, we'll still be relatively close to other friends and family. But still, I've never lived outside of Chicago my entire life. Like probably Mm. like a 
20 mile radius, my 15 mile radius my entire life. So it's going to be interesting. (laughs) But also more interesting than that is going to be moving 150 houseplants that far away. And I mean, I didn't move them across the country like you guys both did. But I've also never really moved plants because I was thinking about this earlier. And when I moved into this house, I think I had like 10, 15 houseplants tops. So this is going to be quite the experience. I'm going to film the whole thing. So it's it's going to be fun, but it's going to be pretty crazy at the same time. We're thinking my mom's going to move back here and they're going to live with us in our tiny 1500 square foot house for <laughs> for like a month or two until we find a house and then we're going to move out together but it's gonna be gonna be a little crazy we're thinking may is probably when it'll happen but so wow it's exciting it is exciting nothing's gonna light a fire under mama clean leaves butt to find a house (laughs) than like all of you guys living in one small little space together (laughs) yeah i mean we have three kids and when we were talking about this we were like you know they're not little people really anymore (laughs) like these are these are grown like adult sized children like we need the space and they're gonna all be teenagers soon which is i mean Mia and Tia are already teenagers. So it's just, it's crazy. I was like, are you sure you want to do this, mom? Like, you remember what it was like to live with a teenager? (laughs) She's like, oh yeah, I remember. (laughs) Oh my gosh. How fun. I I think living with grandparents is such a sweet experience for kids too, because I've had a few different grandparents live with us for a period of time for whatever reason. I think like three different grandparents and you just build such a strong relationship with them during that time. So I'm really excited for your kids. They're excited. They're really excited. They're they're really hoping they each get their own room. I'm like, <laughs> keep dreaming. But, you know, <laughs> we'll try. If we need to put one of you guys in the garage, if that's what you want, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, they're 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 excited. They're excited oh, about it. The- On. Oh, sorry. Continue. Oh, that's OK. The only downfall is probably that they're still going to be going to school in the city. So it's going to be a commute for us. Um, but they're with their other parents half the week. So it's not like, it's not crazy, crazy. We'll, we'll manage. We'll manage. And it's yeah. going to give us an opportunity to save money and, you know, hopefully have our own house in the next few years. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the, that's a big plus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You know, whenever I've looked at apartments when I've been moving our houses... I never focused on like windows, but I honestly think that like now the person that I am today, that would be like one of the main things for me, like windows (laughs) and location. Yes. Mm -hmm. So my goal is to get a house that has a heated all seasons sun porch. Like that's the goal. I think that's the goal we all have, right? Yes. Yeah. That's the dream. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah if you guys want to start helping me look you know northwest suburbs <laughs> of chicago send them to me dm me but mm-hmm. yeah it's it's exciting it's going to be fun is that home alone house available <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> no evanston oh my gosh or winneka or wherever it's at same place really those houses start at like a million dollars start oh my gosh. gosh i was watching you know home if alone. i was oh sorry oh sorry go ahead no you go you always make someone else go ahead you go uh okay okay so i was gonna say um i was watching home alone this last christmas and i was just thinking to myself like this family must be so wealthy to have that house to pay for all those kids to go to paris and then to get on a turnaround flight and come back i'd be like no right you just go back mom like we're gonna be in paris like bye we're not spending that money yeah. exactly i mean it is your well kids, i was gonna but... say if i was if i was wealthy like if i had a lot of money i just don't see myself living in a giant mansion like i wouldn't want a house bigger than what like i needed i mean yes i want mm-hmm. a bigger house now because i want more storage mm-hmm. and i would love to like have like you know a little theater area or whatever but like i wouldn't want some huge square footage thing because i was like you know how do you keep that clean right i can barely keep 1500 square feet clean (laughs) i i don't even know the square footage of this house but (laughs) i couldn't imagine a whole huge mansion yeah Yeah. and me neither oh yeah yeah Yeah, I'm, i'm right there with you on that so moving all of those plants. See, the, the the difference is like when I moved, I didn't have anything in Lekka. And you have a lot of stuff in Lekka. I do. I do. So I'm going to take bits and pieces of Adam's video on YouTube and bits and pieces of Becca's journey on YouTube. And I'm going to piece them together and see what the hell I can do because... Yeah, it's, I mean, for one, none of them are going on a moving truck. I already had this discussion with Jay. He's like, oh, yeah, we could just stack them in. I'm like, (laughs) no, you clearly don't understand how this goes. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I'm going to, like, just put them in my car. You know, my mom mom will have a car here, too, and we'll just, like, take trips. Um, Again, it's not across the country, so I'm going 45 minutes. So I could likely have them all moved in a day. But it's still going to be a pain in the butt because I have a lot of plants, which is also making me think like, you know, in talking about like plant changes and journeys and stuff, I think I'm going to really start like weeding out plants that no longer bring me joy, plants I've been hanging on to that I really don't want anymore. That sounds really bitchy, but, you know, I just feel like now's the time to downsize my collection if I'm going if I'm going to I can always get the plants back or different plants once we're settled Mm -hmm. but I think that's what I'm going to start focusing on like in spring yeah where you can I mean and you live in a big area anyway where you can post it online and someone Mm -hmm. close by would want it you know yeah for sure yeah I think that's moving that's probably one of my favorite parts about moving is it and I've said this before, but it kind of takes away that that uh, resistance to per like to get rid of things mm-hmm. that I usually have. Like when I'm moving, like that resistance is gone, and I'm just like, nope, get rid of it, yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, I'm the so same way. Fun. Yeah, yeah, that'll be so fun, Nicole. And you could totally do it in a day. Just pack like three cars full, and like, right. okay, listen, the number one piece of advice. Just get those really long, those tall wardrobe boxes. That's the best piece of advice I could possibly offer someone. 
I remember your, you saying that. Yeah. yeah. Your plants in that will not get damaged. Or if they do, it's like a freak thing. But like if you mm-hmm. can close the box over the plants, they will be totally fine. Yeah. 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 But that's really exciting, Nicole. I'm excited to see a house tour and come visit yeah. you. I know. Woo-hoo. And uh, this damn cooking channel. Like I am over here <laughs> waiting. And I know so you kind of want to wait. Yeah, so that's the thing with the cooking channel. Like I was thinking, I think I am going to start it here, but I think uh, because I want to film the process of moving to a new kitchen, I think that that would be a lot of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. But I know the kitchen we're going to be in is going to be much larger than the one I'm in now. So I'm like, do I wait? I don't know. Maybe I'll ask people that are waiting to see the channel what they want, but I don't know. I might start it in late March. I might wait till May. We'll see. I mean, well, there's two people right here who are waiting to start the channel. <laughs> and I think both of us agree that ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be fun. Like, people love watching other people move. I don't know what it is. I do. I think, yeah, I do too. I like seeing the whole process. But I think it'd be really fun to see a few videos in your first space and then how it transforms. It's yeah. like a story and we're already in on it. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but your choice, your choice. (laughs) No pressure. When I uh, one, so that kind of leads a little bit to like my big, you know, life change plant collection change. But when I moved, I had all these like plans to make this like a very in depth like how to move with plants because I was moving in the middle of summer from the Midwest to the desert, and you know when moving time came i was just so overwhelmed so it's just a vlog Mm -hmm. of the journey i didn't give any tips tricks or whatnots i mean i kind of did at the end but it was just like at that moment in life i was so unprepared for what was hitting me that like um yeah it was just like i didn't document any of it but i do love having that video because then i can look back and like it's like a it's like a you know we've said this before it's like a diary and so It's cool to see, you know, the journey from the Midwest to the desert and like remembering those times. It was yeah, fun. For sure. Yeah. Did you have any significant plant losses on that trip? No, surprisingly. So I put the more sensitive plants in the car with me and mm-hmm. the dog and the cat. And in the U-Haul, I put like all the other plants that I knew weren't going to be too finicky. And aside from, like, a spider mite infestation that I didn't know was happening, I didn't know a plant had spider mites. And then, obviously, when they're all packed together, it they travel. So I did have that to deal with after the fact. Um, but, no, I didn't really have any plants that, that I lost. Mm-hmm. Which is wild to me because it was in the middle of summer and driving to Arizona in the middle of summer. I mean, it's yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. have expected some, like, heat-related injuries, but, yeah, that's really great. I think, well, we had planned to drive during the day. So with the U-Haul going down the road, even though it wasn't temperature-controlled, I think the air blowing mm-hmm. was obviously mm-hmm. keeping it cooler. And we only stopped driving when it was dark out. So mm-hmm. I put that little, my hydrometer that has temperature in there, and I put that in the back of the U-Haul just to monitor what, the max temp got and I think it got into the 80s but nothing over that so it seemed like most of the plants actually just really loved that the warmth yeah they didn't get a lot of light but I remember when I got my obovada 
which is huge now. But when I first had it, it was just a couple little vines. And when I pulled it out of the U-Haul like a week later in, in Arizona, it was just like bursting out new growth. Wow. And then now it's just a beast. But mm-hmm. So I think they probably liked being in the little warmth. And, you, and it was probably a little humid too. If you would have done the reverse and moved from Arizona back to Chicago or Illinois, it would have been a different story probably, just like <laughs> yeah. Becca experienced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think, well, because I moved in the beginning of winter. It was like end of fall. So I was more worried about the cold and my plants were fine. But you know what I noticed? There was so much dust all over my plants so much dust. So that's how I know it wasn't airtight in there. So you're definitely right about the airflow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't really think about that. But you guys did take, you guys took kind of highways, right? Not interstate, but you guys kind of focused mainly on like highway driving. Yeah, because we didn't want to pay tolls because you'd have to pay a toll on both the cars and the U-Haul. That's triple tolls. So it was just, it would have really added up. So... We were trying I don't to do think it I actually cheap. ran into any tolls from Illinois to Arizona. Really? Yeah, only just like leaving Illinois. We, yeah, when we mapped it, there was like four toll roads that it took us through or it tried oh, to. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So that was weird. But um, yeah, because we went through like Kansas, like Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. Oh, I much. think Oklahoma has one actually. Mm-hmm. I think they have... Oklahoma, where the wind blows. I don't know. Sweeping down the frame. But yes, that's a pretty significant life change. Um, I think like the biggest life changes I've experienced that my plants were some in some way were you know related. Sorry, I can't talk. Would be moves (laughs) because I have moved every year besides, yeah, every year, and now I'm not going to move for a few years. But, Mm -hmm. you know, when I first got my plants, I moved into my little studio apartment with my one of my best friends, Hannah. And then after that, I moved into the apartment with Daniel and then we moved into this place. So but what I noticed is every time I moved, I lost more plants. But you kind of get a gauge on like which plants were the sensitive ones that you didn't really care about anyway. Like the getting, you know, how, how not Daniel, you're not my husband, how (laughs) Adam was talking about how he's so much like better able to get rid of things when he moves. Like sometimes plants will just do it for you, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like all of our ficus. Here's looking at you, Fatonia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) Which, listen, my Fatonia died when I got here. Well, quote unquote died, but now it's regrowing a bunch of leaves. This is my first time ever doing that. Usually when all the leaves fall off, I just throw it away because I didn't think it was possible to regrow. But a bunch of people told me to just wait it out and it would regrow. And it is. I'm so shocked. Get oh, out. Cool. Yeah. So I'm currently regrowing my Fetonia. Yeah. Oh, I was like. so fun that you didn't throw it out. Yeah. I was so sad that that one died too. I think it was one of my favorite ones I had because I, when I got it, it was so little and the leaves were starting to get like so much bigger. So I was really gutted when it died, but. Yeah, it's growing back, which is fun. But um, other than that, like, my gosh, life changes, getting married, going on my honeymoon, like going on vacations, you know. I don't know. So I guess Nicole can't really, I mean, you don't really have an experience with this as far as like 
Jay was has been around watching your plants come into the house, you know, and steadily growing. But like, right. so Steve never had plants, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, here's my collection coming in. That's probably the same. I mean, that's the same as Daniel. He didn't probably have plants in the apartment, and then here's yeah. here's Becca moving in. Yeah. yeah so how exactly. did that go? But he knew you were very like into plants when you guys got married. Yeah, so it definitely wasn't a surprise. It was pretty much right when we met, I was really starting to get into them. Like, 2017, mm-hmm. I was, like, well, I was interested in them when we met. I had a few plants, but not, like, I, like, had flowers outside. So, um, but then when we started dating more seriously, that's when I started collecting more. So, pretty much, uh, but he never lived with plants growing up. So, what I did was... My studio apartment, when I started my channel, if anyone has been watching for that long, it was like 300 I have. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) The murder of the enjoy pothos. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, that thing. Uh, That plant was doomed before I even brought it home. It was. was. I got so much hate for that. It probably wasn't even that much, but it felt like a lot because I'd get like 10 comments on my videos and there was like three comments. It was like, this was the wrong thing. And I was like, (laughs) yeah. Everyone always has a better option. They always what know yeah. what to do. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but no, so I, I had that apartment and it was just, well, it was like a duplex. But anyway, it was just like getting packed full of plants. And so I started bringing plants to Daniel's house to live there, like his apartment, um, when he moved into the one that I moved into because I knew the lighting was fire. So I brought plants <laughs> over there. Uh, and he didn't say anything. Like, it's very surprising that he does not have issues with my plants besides when I leave them in the sink. And I'm sure yeah. that, like, <laughs> if and when we bring our partners on the show, that will be what all of them say. Like, yeah. most certainly that's what they'll say. But other than that, he didn't really have too much of, like, of a shock. But I'll never forget the one time that I asked him to take care of my plants. He did a really good job, but... <laughs> He would send me pictures of them, like videos, like every other day or something, and I tell him which ones to water. And he told me, he's like, Yeah, they all looked really good, huh? And I was like, Yeah, they did. Like you did so good. And he's like, Yeah, I watered them every day. And I was like, You did what? Oh. <laughs> uh, you, excuse me? <laughs> I'm sorry. So you did oh? what? <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I, I gave them like just a little bit of water every single day and they did really well. And I was like, Define oh. a little bit. And he literally put like a few drops of water. So I'm like, Okay, well, that's probably fine, but don't ever do that again. <laughs> You're like, They're just confused now. Thanks. Yeah. I always wonder if that, you know, because my watering, my watering process with plants is to like you, Becca. And yeah. our partners have the same issue is take them to the sink and give them a thorough. I mean, I give a thorough watering every time I water. Yeah. But then I always see like, you know, summer rain oaks or Nick Pelleggi, like these folks that have so many plants that that's just not even a possibility. So then I'm yeah. always think like, is it possible if you're like that kind of person to just give a little bit like a fourth of a cup or, you know, even less than that of water in each plant like every single day? I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, if it's that small of amount in like a big pot and you just know every morning you wake up and do that. Like, but I just, I don't know how that would go. Yeah. Yeah. I think people like Summer and Nick, I think that they more than likely have like days where they have to bring their plants to their sink or, 
You know, I, yeah. I mean, I've seen Summer go around with her watering can, though. So I know she uses a watering can. I mean, and I do, too. Like, I don't really bring a lot of plants. I never bring my plants to the bathtub. I bring them to my kitchen sink now that they're in my kitchen. But but I also have a lot of plants in Lekka. So, so yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing, isn't it? But yeah. I, uh, when I had plants outside... I would water them more often with less water because I just wanted to keep the soil moist because it would dry out so fast. Oh, so yeah. um, I did that and they seemed to be happy with that. Like if I remembered, I mean, I wasn't exactly like amazing at remembering them, but they did well in that situation because I knew that they would be able to dry out. But like I've never been a person to walk around with a watering can. I've never done that inside because the water just spills out of the drain of the saucer does it not yeah well what do you think that's when i stop that's when i stop water like when i see it seeping through i'm like okay but i will say that i feel like if you're not taking your plant to the sink or the bathtub and like aerating the soil a little bit every once in a while and literally letting it pour through your soil is going to be so compacted and i've experienced that before too you know well and there's going to be all of that buildup like the mineral buildup that you don't right. want that you, you you flush out your pots like i think that's why it's good to do to do the deep soak flushes yeah yeah it flushes out that those minerals that can damage your roots and mm-hmm. etc yeah. That's the big thing with bottom watering. And okay, actually I, I posted a video talking about bottom watering, how I don't like it. And mm-hmm. I was basically talking about how it's just like unnatural. Like there's not a lot of plants who live in an environment where they get bottom watered. But mm-hmm. like a lot of people were like, no, I still like it, which is totally fine. Like obviously everyone has their thing. But this one person left a comment that was very interesting because they were talking about um how it is common like with the water system or something like that let me look at the comment because it made me think like i do want to research more into this not that i'm going to start bottom watering but maybe i'll just have like a different opinion that like you know, in I'm... their natural environments though yeah so hmm. let me find well, it i feel like some plants around streams would be yeah kind of like bottom watered because yeah. they're just soaking up I don't know. I, I'm the kind of person I like to give a deep water, but then I like to let it sit in like some of the stuff that ran out in like a bowl or a plastic saucer so to just make sure more. that it soaks up a little bit more. And then I. So, yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to find the comment. It was a it was a very nice comment. They were just. Oh, here it is. It says, plants do get bottom watered in nature. In between rainfall, plants receive moisture from the water table through a process called percolation. Percolation. So it's do- a natural process in nature to bottom water. I learned that in my horticulture class. So I had to put that out wow. there. Wow. Which I had never heard. You know, that's like such a good thing about having a YouTube channel is because I would have never gained that information had I not made that video you know it makes me want to go back and edit what i said which sucks that you can't do that but you know i think it's really important to like continue to learn even when you think you've made your mind up about something like with new information you can change your mind and like learn more so i'm definitely going to look into that um and you know learn more about it but bottom watering has its place for sure it's just not with me (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if, so, if, if that commenter's listening, 
Thank you. Thank you. I mean it. So another, I think another unexpected like twist and turn in our plant journeys that we all experience, and I'm sure listeners you have as well, but it's pests. Mm. That, Ah. oh boy, does that throw a wrench in your everything when you find out. I mean, because when there's one, there's many. Yeah. Yeah, that'll throw you for a loop. (laughs) We all remember my reaction, so. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so oh. glad we were there live to just experience that with you. Yeah, I'm and glad to just we were to, like, there watch, too. Watch your world get crushed. We're like, yep, this one has it too. Yep, this one has it too. <laughs> I just remember walking in the bathroom and you hunched over your tub, like giving them a treatment of soap. And I was like, listen, I'm going to record this, but that's because we're creators. So you can use it if you want. <laughs> She's like, okay. Go ahead, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <You're> right. <laughs> and I was like pretty sad that I wasn't going to use the footage. And then I watched it and I'm like, this is too good. Like, because this is a genuine <laughs> reaction to how you feel when you find spider mites. I was freaking out. Yeah. yeah. And it's very relatable because I feel like, I feel like people kind of hold that in like shame about it. Like when they get a pest, like especially if you're new to collecting plants, like you may feel like you're failing but it's just something that happens like we're bringing mm-hmm. nature into our houses pests are a part of nature unfortunately and we have to deal with it you know yeah it's very normal nicole have you had like a big pest outbreak that like really three for loop i know you had obviously scale yeah that... i don't want to i don't i like i don't want to talk about how i haven't because then it's gonna happen yeah. <laughs> knock on wood i have wood here maybe um, we all just need to come over to your house and just inspect your plants for you and then... maybe <laughs> yeah so so i recently did a video of my my house plants dying and i have a good chunk of house plants that are just not doing well and i think it some has to do with me bringing them back in after summer from being outside and some just like We've been keeping it warmer in the house because it's getting colder. So we have the thermostat at like 70 and it's so dry. So a lot of Mm. things can factor in. But a lot of people were like, I think you have thrips. I think you have scale. I think like in all these different pests. And I was like, I know what they look like. Like I'm inspecting these plants with a fine tooth comb. Like no joke. Mm -hmm. I thought about buying a magnifying glass. So I'm not going to (laughs) lie. But um. I don't I don't have any right now except for possibly some more scale on my Apuntia. I think it came back. I don't know what's going on with that thing, but I've never had pests spread to another plant because honestly I've never had spider mites. So I think I got really lucky. I think if I got spider mites with all of my plants being clustered on those shelves in my kitchen, oh, it would be just a t- total dumpster fire, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and more so the reason why I inspect them even more since I put them all together like that because I'm terrified, but I have a lot of alocasia. So I'm secret and, and like syngonium. So I'm secretly just praying that it doesn't happen, but I'm thinking like maybe it's inevitable it'll happen to me some, but I, I haven't, I haven't had, I've had mealybugs and scale and then, um, wait, what was the other one? What are the little tiny, tiny black ones? Fungus gnats? <laughs> uh, tiny black ones? Yeah, hold on. I just looked this up. On, I posted on Instagram. Remember, like, the leaves of my alocasia were covered in them? A- it wasn't aphids, was it? Yes, I think so. But aren't those green? 
Yeah. Yeah, they're well, great. So different I th- kinds. Okay, so I thought that they were. I thought that it was um, spider mites, but so many people told me it wasn't. People were saying that they were aphids. I don't know. I don't know what it was. To be honest, I saw them and I threw the entire plant in the trash. Like it just yeah. went straight in the garbage. <laughs> there was no treating that. But um, that was like the the biggest scare. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think moving and f- discovering pests is like what stops me from like having an emotional attachment to a plant. Like I'm just like, nope, you got to go. But <laughs> I will say like, and I know I've just mentioned his name like multiple times, but Nick, like he has hundreds and hundreds, over 300 house plants. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in his videos, he'll just be like, uh, it's like, well, this one usually has mealybugs on it, but I'm not really seeing them today. So I'm doing pretty good. And that's not my attitude to a house plant. Like, if something has mealybugs, I need to eradicate that shit right then and there. Yeah. Like, it's not just like a, oh, this one has it, but I'm I'm managing it. Like, it's like that. It has to be isolated. <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe that's not true. Like, I I know that there's tons of people with huge indoor jungles that they probably have pest management, like natural pest management. We talked about green lace wings. We've talked about other other ways ladybugs etc but Mm -hmm. you know when they find a pest they're just like it's not world crushing to them and i think that's that's the attitude i think i need to have instead of like freaking out and like you know well yeah because summer summer rain oaks which i mentioned a couple times by the way already she does the same thing like i remember when she had mealybugs or maybe she had spider mites i don't know but she just like is just like it's whatever, you know, like one with nature type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I would like to have that reaction. I just don't think I'm physically capable of having that reaction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like that is much more my reaction now because I had spider mites <laughs> for like from the point that I found out I had spider mites until right now currently. And that was when did we when did we film that video? I don't even remember. Was that February? Like middle of Oh yeah, mm. February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was before the pandemic. year. So I'm in a constant state of finding spider mites and I haven't found them in a few weeks. So I'm like, wow, I must have done something right this time. But like, I'll see that a plant has spider mites and I'm like, all right, well, take it to the sink. <laughs> God, yeah. I, are, I leave a toothbrush in the little dispenser with my sponge <laughs> and I just have the mixture. I just make it real quick. I scrub it down <laughs> and then I go put it back and I'm like, all right, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you pull just, through. Like, jaded. But if I found like thrips or something like the thrips, that's what scares me. Thrips really scares me because they fly. And you and you had thrips, Adam, right? Yeah, I did. Uh, and they're gone now. You think? Yeah. You okay. Think? So I saw the I saw the damage in my white wizard. Like I saw that leaf carving, the trails in the leaf where they carve through and. I was just, but I never visibly saw one. Like I did mm-hmm. visibly see one after I really started inspecting. But I think, to be honest, out of all the plants that I thought were infected with thrips, I only visibly saw three. And the wow. amount of damage on the leaves, I would have assumed that I would have visibly saw a lot more. But that's when I started using a systemic. And it was actually pretty quickly after our we talked about using systemic insecticides mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. our plants um, in last season and so i use a systemic i i set up a triage in my spare bedroom bathroom when i had them all in the tub with grow lights on them and they all just sat in there and mm-hmm. i treated them every three days with captain jacks but thrips was a terrifying one because 
I really had to inspect every single plant because even though I know what plants they were on and what areas they were in, you know, thrips can fly. And I just thought it was going to be a death sentence. And it it wasn't as bad as I was expecting, but I also just don't think the infestation was as, you know, it wasn't bad. It didn't get to a point where it was out of hand. Yeah, Yeah. because you caught it. Because you caught it early. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I th- I think that I found scale on one of on my booby cactus. Actually, I think I found scale oh. on it. And it's hard because I don't know if it's like scratches on it or scale. Like I just yeah. I took like alcohol rubbing alcohol Q tip and I just started rubbing it and like some of the things were coming off. But I was like I still don't know if this is scale. But the things were coming off. So it's just like hard yeah. to tell a lot of the time. You know, pests are so jarring and confusing. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. scale. Scale is one of those pests that is just like, like what? Like how do you, <laughs> how do you exist? And it is hard because some, like cactus do get those scars. Like if you bump into it, yeah. they scale over, <laughs> no pun intended. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a scale, looks like a pest, you know? So yeah. And if you pick at it, it's like it's like a human picking at their uh, scabs. It's like gross. Oh, I love that. Ew, <laughs> Adam! I should have known that you were a scab picker. Oh my god, I had this like a big reaction. I should have known. I cannot. I knew you were. I just like picking at things, you know. <laughs> like I pick at nail my nail paint, which you know my nails look decent because yeah. after. I started painting them. I stopped picking at the actual cuticles, and I now pick at the the paint. So <laughs> nail polish helps, yeah, That's for like good. nail yeah. biters or my nails look like garbage lately. But oh my anyway. gosh! But um, yeah. yeah, I I had this juicy scab. You probably would have loved. I had a burn on my leg in high school, and it Ooh. got infected. Which was Ooh. so gross. I was sneaking Ouch. a boy into my parents' house when I was 15 years old. And I was oh, curling my scandalous. hair. Yeah, I know. I was curling my hair. And <laughs> I set the curling iron down your on leg my hair? leg. You were curling your leg hair? No. You sat it on your leg? Yeah, because I was just like not present. I don't even know what I was thinking about. Um, well... I do. But the boy. Yeah, I think about the boy. <laughs> so I was like curling my hair, sitting down on the floor and like crisscross. And I set it down on my leg and I still have a scar from it. It's pretty faded now, but it turned into like a big scab. It was bad. I had to Ouch. get antibiotics. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> and sweeties, it wasn't worth it. Don't sneak boys into your house. Don't waste your dang That's... time. That's um, karma. I will I will say that Honestly, I yeah. will pick my own scabs, but I'm not a I'm not an other person picker. Like I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't pick anybody else's stuff. I'm glad that that's where you draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Well, should we wrap it up? I guess so. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we have been recording for an hour. Yeah. An hour and ten minutes. I mean, okay, one last unexpected twist that plants have have brought is our friendship for me because I don't think that I, well, I mean, I wouldn't have started YouTube with, without the plants. And then without starting YouTube, I wouldn't have come into the, your guys's worlds. Like we wouldn't have combined. So Mm -hmm. that's a good one because you guys have brightened up 
every day of my life since. Mm. And it's just so, oh. it's so nice. I always get like emotional whenever I talk at the end, but I really do cherish you both. And so uh, I'm happy for plants coming into my life for multiple reasons, but this is a big one. You too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we definitely wouldn't have crossed paths if it, I don't think if it wasn't for plants. Yeah. And I think like, I think that's super sweet, but I also think that that goes to like the other people we've met in the plant community. Like mm-hmm. before I got into plants, I didn't really, I had like two, I had a friend and my sister like that's <laughs> that was the extent of my social life so yeah I think it's so much fun that we got to know each other through this great collect this great hobby mm-hmm. I agree yeah I mean that that is so true though because I didn't really talk like you know I've never really had like on like people that I was just friends with online and now I have like a bunch from mm-hmm. Instagram and YouTube yeah where we communicate but yeah it's been nice. It has been nice. Yes, it has. Okay. Well, that's probably it. That's it for our episode. <laughs> if you guys enjoyed this, make sure you give it a review on whatever podcast listener you're listening to. Actually, that's probably not true. I think you can really only review on Spotify and th- Apple Podcasts and maybe I Google. I think so. I think so. They they're not they don't offer it on every platform. Yeah, which is a travesty, but we <laughs> obviously appreciate you listening and appreciate you being part of this community. If you would like follow us on Instagram at potted together and our YouTube channel potted together podcast. Woo! Wow wow wow. Wow wow wow. We are so thankful for you guys. Thank you for listening and we will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.